You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And I'm Riley. And we are once again here with Emma Bordeaux. She is a pro-dominant activist from Montreal, Canada, a Canadian sodomite and man tormentor. She goes by the pronouns she, her, and daddy. As you know, we had such a good time chatting with Emma and her assistant, Lauren, that we had to make this episode a two-parter. So this is the second part of the two-parter. So if you haven't listened to the first part, go back and listen to it and then get your ass back over here because this one is a good one. So part two of this interview, we are tackling a ton of listener questions. How do I properly prep for a session? Has she ever grown feelings for a client? What makes someone an ideal client? Is it problematic to see trans sex workers but feel the need to hide it? And so much more. You guys are going to love this episode and this entire interview. So here you go. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back. So we are getting to our second part of our interview with the beautiful Emma and her sidekick, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> so this part we're going to jump into with the listener questions. And the first one is, what is your ideal client looks slash personality wise? Uh, I don't have any uh, physical type that I prefer. I don't look at people's physical attributes. I think it's all based out of respect of my protocol. So the minute that you contact me with the seriousness of booking a session, and I always tell people, like, if it's more than five minutes to book your session, then, like, move on. Like, this is too much time wasted for me. Uh, So as long as you respect the protocol, then I don't care if you're petite, tall, fat, brown, hairy. It doesn't really bother me, actually, so... As long I'm, as they worship you. Well, exactly. It's all about me, so. Because <laughs> I look good. <laughs> um, do, you, do you book male, female, or like fem- uh, So I used or? to, and I was just saying that uh, during the short break with my assistant, Lauren. <laughs> um, I used to see couples and women, cisgender women, but since I stopped hormones, I have this kind of like weird fear that I'm going to end pregnant a cisgender woman and the idea that I'm going to have someone coming back to me with a kid asking for money every month is triggering me so much that I mm-hmm. kind of stopped seeing girls um, baby makers <laughs> 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 accidental I know it's so stupid it's not an actual real problem well I, I assume it's not but like some like I don't know I'm just not comfortable at all with that idea and mm-hmm. like it just make my body shut off yeah but then if you ask me in my prefer my personal preference if i prefer vagina over dick it's 100 percent vagina mm. like yeah. i hate dick like i don't understand what people find attractive to a sucking a penis or and like if you like that good for you no shame in that but for me it's just like man a penis like mm. yeah so huh uh-huh. <laughs> I, I am attracted to masculinity, which sucks, I know. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. So, like, just any trans man in the listener. Yeah, I want to hit you up. <laughs> 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 
Um, is there something you require from your clients before a session hygiene-wise? So do they need to be shaved or have an enema? <laughs> or... so, yeah, this is a question I hear a couple times. People yeah. are wondering about, like, is enema a protocol? I feel like a lot of people wonder, but then no one do anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're all lying. So I always tell people... Um, I have like two like type of like session. I have the regular hour hour and the VIP session. And in the VIP session, I always take the time to show people how to do it manually without mm. the enema at my place. I expect everyone naturally to have taken a shower before coming to see me. And there's always a shower ready like for them to refresh if it's like a hot sunny day mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. or anything. But and like again, I don't expect all my clients to know about the douching prep. Yeah. But at least to have the like knowledge that well, if you wanna get far, that's also where you poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like one plus one two. Yeah. <laughs> so at least if you make the effort to acknowledge that you take a shit once a day, then we can I can work with that. Yeah. <laughs> can I tell a quick sex story? Please do. Please. Okay. So um <laughs> The other day, I hooked up with this guy, and it was, like, very disappointing for so many people. I can already tell just the way you said guy. (laughs) Guy. (laughs) And um, there was this one point where, um, because, like, you know, when I'm hooking up with somebody, I I want it in all of my holes. I want a dick in all of my holes everywhere. And so he was, um, you know. Triggering. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I don't know how she would find it, but I hope my mom's not listening to this. But anyway. (laughs) I will make sure she... No! Play of the speaker. Yeah. We're gonna show up to her birthday party and play. Who's your best daughter but now? I already told. I already told. <laughs> <that> <laughs> I, <clean. laughs> I don't take it any of <laughs> I already told a cleaner version of this on TikTok, so I don't feel like anyway. Um, and he's so he's fucking me in my ass, and then this little bitch takes his dick out and tries to put it in my pussy, like without no. wash. And I said, "Wait, what are you doing?" And and I was like, you can't do that. You have to go wash yourself first. Yeah. And he was like, oh, is that like a, a post-op trans woman thing? And I said, no, that's with anybody it's who has a, a vagina. It's a hygiene thing, you fucking how, weirdo. <laughs> how have you gotten this far in life thinking that, like, whatever you see in porn is, like, real life? Uh-huh. You know? Like, they have, they cut, then they go wash themselves. <laughs> then they thread it all together to make it look like it's a seamless transition. And it's like, no, you can't, like, I'll get... The most ferocious UTI, I'll get a yeast infection, oh, yeah. I'll get bacterial vaginosis, like there'll be something Absolutely fucked up not. going on. Yeah. I just couldn't believe that he had no idea. But you know what? Like, it's so funny because I obviously don't really encounter that same type of guy. But to me, like, if I fuck someone and they're unclean and I know that they didn't even bother, like, like taking care of that, mm-hmm. uh, I make them clean with their mouth. <laughs> You want to shit on my... And I, I wear protection, but mm-hmm. still, you want to shit on me? Like, eat it. Oh. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. It's not. It's disgusting for it's me, disgusting. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, why would you... Sh- like, it's like, how do you expect me to have fun? Because, again, it's all about me. Mm-hmm. If you're unprepared for that. And yeah. again, I don't shame people for not knowing because some of my clients, they're like, they're useless in that department. <laughs> but, so I have so many men on this herd. But my, my point is like, at least ask me mm-hmm. because we're going to get... And I, I think that's... I do have a very intimidating presence on my ads and when people that have never met me before, but when once they get to know me, they can tell that I'm just like a chill... 
like, person. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any, like... There's no uncomfortable topic for me. So mm-hmm. I will show you how to douche. I will shove that plug in, inside of your ass and I will push the water in. And I will make sure you do it until I can drink the water that comes out of your ass. I won't, but... I could if I wanted. And, I, and I, I stay there and I'm like, come on, push. Push the water out. And they're like, I'm going to shit in front of you. I'm like, well, if you want me to put my dick in there, yeah. yes, you're going to shit in front of me so I can make sure that you're clean. Because mm-hmm. I do have that a lot. Like, oh, I did it. And it's like, they use the same douche without refilling the water, like, three, four times. I'm like, so the water... What? That, no. Yeah. Shooting air into air. your butt? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, men are so stupid. <laughs> I say it all the time. So I had a male partner, and he was a bit older. And, like, at least twice a day, I'd be like, how are you still alive? Like, how did you survive? Like, how have you... Where is natural that's, selection? That's how have you not died? I like, ask myself every day, how did humanity got this oh, far? It's crazy. It's wild. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I, f- I feel like it should be like that with every, like, providers are there. It's not just the sex part. There's so many aspects to sex work that people mm-hmm. don't really think about. Mm-hmm. Like, I-, I always tell people, I'm a therapist. Mm-hmm. I- the amount of aftercare mm-hmm. I do after a-, a very, like, hardcore session, it's insane. I have people crying on mm-hmm. my chest. Like, mm-hmm. so... To me, it's just like, talk to your provider. You should be able to, even if it's just for a blowing go, and like, like mark my word, your experience as that blowing go will be 100% more enjoyable for you because you took the time to create that connection with someone. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're paying for something that you may not have access in your day-to-day life, so what? why not make the most of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. For me, I'm like that. Like, I'd rather mm-hmm. be honest, like, you had Chinese food last night, and you want to make sure that it doesn't end up on my dick, so... A little noodle. <laughs> baby corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, that's funny. Oh, um, to be honest, I really admire how much cis men can have sex and, like, have no uh, hang-ups. Like, I would, I would probably enjoy sex a thousand times more if I could be so unabashed with oh, the way yeah. they fuck. Un- uninhibited. Like, imagine if I had anal and I did not give a fuck if I shit on your dick. Yeah. Like, like, could it be me? I would say, uh, I do have a very uh, big uh, clientele that are South Asian in, in British Columbia. Uh, and... Like, they're so clean. Like, it's insane to me because even my ex-boyfriend, he's a, he's a Punjabi. And, like, I was like, what? Every time you go pee or oh, poop, you wash your ass? Like, I've never saw a white man do that before. Like, mm-hmm. yet alone, like, a white man taking a shower, washing his butt crack. Like, because yeah. they Big ask. <laughs> fucking put soap in there. So many and other cultures use things that, other than just dry toilet paper. I yes. know. Yes. Yet white people think they're better. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like it's like we invented the bidet. Yeah, and yeah. Like, Look at and everyone else is like, we know. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, there is this uh, trend about circumcision in Vancouver, and I like, I don't know if it's just the Vancouver thing or, like, people don't get circumcision when they need it here, mm. and or their parents did not teach them how to pull back the skin mm-hmm. when they were younger. So we have a bunch of people here in Vancouver that has, like, foreskin that is stuck over the penis. Yeah, I've heard that this the, before. And, like, and my ex-boyfriend um, had that issue because, and I was asking him, like, without judgment, because it's obviously not his fault, mm-hmm. but I was like, did your parent, like, sh-? and he was like, no, like, no mm-hmm. one told me that I had to pull back the skin. I'm like, wow. Because I remember my parents making sure that I was, like, 
pulling back that little tiny skin mm -hmm. so there was yeah. no like bacterial stuff going under there and then so I was like no you have to like because some people don't I feel like most people don't need circumcision again mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor but if you practice pulling back the skin then it should stretch enough so and then at some point in our relationship he asked me if I would suck his dick and I was like you expect me to put that dick in my mouth when you've never pulled back the skin in the no, shower. I can't. I love a nausea coming like, <laughs> If I want to eat cheese, I'll book myself oh, a truck to oh. Paris. <laughs> like, like, not down there. <laughs> but it's like, there's there's such, and nasty. I think it's like, so non-sex worker quote with so many things, I'm pretty mm. sure they're not even aware about that, but it's to me it's crazy because yeah. it's like, how do you even have fun when you have sex? Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. It's like, I don't think I'd be able to enjoy sex if I wasn't, like, prepared. No. Like, unless yeah. I'm, like, really far in a relationship where, like, I'm, I'm lasered, so I don't grow hair, which is... I love hair. Though. I know, that's... I say it all the time, because she's uh, growing up. I love my boobs. Like, I love strip, yeah. Yeah, and oh, I think okay. it's the cutest thing when she's on stage. I'm like, fuck, I wish I could grow the landing strip. I think they're super cute now, but I did not listen to my just mother, and I lasered them. Yeah, or just, like, like glued. A full V. Yeah. A full room to make a little glue in for you. Imagine falls off stage. Oh, my God. Just come back a it's quite interesting. It's very interesting because it's saying, like, I don't care if you're hairy or like, mm -hmm. I don't care as, as long as you're you, hygiene. Hygiene. Mm -hmm. And I think we do have different hygiene. Everyone has, and that's mm -hmm. totally fine. As long as we can talk about it mm -hmm. because yeah. it makes sex more sane. Yes. It's yeah. more healthy as well. Mm -hmm. Not just on a health, like body health, but mentally, mm -hmm. it's healthier to like talk about those things. And people are so ashamed about that. Yeah. Like, I, ha I had people shaming me for my bush. And I'm like, what's what's wrong with me having hair down there? Why do you think it grows there? Yeah. yeah and I'm like, smell. Things clean. And yeah. I was like, smell my uncut dick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then smell yours. Yeah. It's fully shaved. Like, yeah. it does. It's not, it's not more about, dirty. Yeah. Actually, it's probably more clean. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. I, when I, yeah. When I was with my ex of six years I was like rocking a full like 70s bush mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. most of people that. like it a lot yeah, like he, I know a girl at the club she's not there anymore she used to kill it in sales and she had like a full bush wow she was like, a Quebec girl actually a Montreal cool. girl yeah well that's just better yeah, yeah. they do kill <laughs> it I feel like the men who like that really like it mm -hmm. you know yeah. but you know it's all about personal preference I get that but there's too much shame around like what people do with their fucking body. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. girl, we all grow hair. Like, I had yeah. I had a guy once in my life told me because I I didn't shave my legs before he came over to sleep at my place, and I was like, oh, are you gonna shave my legs? Mm, Does that yeah. bother you that much that you're gonna do it? Are you gonna pay for my laser because, uh, you're still gonna get on your four knees and like your asshole gaping like that, <laughs> asking me to shove my dick in it. So. <laughs> I mean, like, does it really matter to you, like, that I have a one day no yeah. shaming leg? Like, there's too much shaming, and it should stop. Just mind your own bush. And yeah. <laughs> like, That's the title. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Um, speaking of uh, protocol before um, meeting a client, is there any kind of um, requirement for STD screenings or anything like that? Uh, not really. I will touch wood. This is not wood. This is Ikea. You're behind you. <laughs> In my very long uh, sex worker career, I only had one uh, STI, and it was with someone I had sex for free. So I stopped yeah. doing that. So it wasn't even Rick a Rick six? No. Yeah. Oh, it'll get you. Uh, I, I think there, 
there's need to have more research about that topic because I found that sex workers, since we have more encounter with people, I found that we can't, we maybe contract, even the flu, or, I don't really get sick. Like, you would mm-hmm. expect people, like me seeing so many people and, I don't know, I feel like I've built some antibody and again, I'm not a doctor, maybe it's just a conspiracy, but theory, but um, I don't really do screening because I use protection mm-hmm. and um, I don't ask, I do screening, I don't ask for my clients to do screening because mm-hmm. I also assume that people in their right mind who have multiple partner will take care of their sexual health mm-hmm. because their sexual health has nothing to do with mine. I take good care, very good care of my sexual health. If people want to ask, so be it. I think it's kind of like, I think it's rude when clients ask. <laughs> Let me rephrase this. I don't think it's rude. I think it, it never comes from a positive, like, wondering. Mm-hmm. When a client asks me if I'm clean, and I hate that. We need to stop saying that right now. You're yeah. not unclean because you have an STI it's an infection that everyone can get mm-hmm. and most people who are not into sex work will contract infection mm-hmm. and deeper than that because I do work with people who are more at risk of contracting HIV um, it's very interesting because the statistics that are now showing up are that cisgender heterosexual couple contract more HIV now than homosexual couple mm. because cisgender women and uh, cisgender straight men they mm-hmm. don't get tested for HIV they mm-hmm. just assume that and they will never go to their doctor telling them oh I did anal last week they would never do that so I think there's a lot of like shame and blaming mm-hmm. around the community and it's kind of sucks because I, I always try to tell my, my clients stop using the term clean because I, yes I am clean honey I took a shower mm-hmm. if you're wondering about my sexual health yes I also take good care of my sexual health yeah. I get tested every three months recommended by my doctor I do it more now uh, because in uh, Montreal it's very different and mm-hmm. here it's like quite easy to go mm-hmm. get tested I don't even need a doctor I can just walk with my uh, nurse practitioner mm-hmm. uh, requisition in Quebec it's a different again, But anyway, um, so I do it every month now, but it doesn't change anything because every STI will show up on result between that, like, 90 days frame. So yeah. even if I would test every day, it doesn't mean I'm more safe. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, yeah. We've, um, we've had massive conversations about, like, first of all, the terminology clean yeah. and unclean and how, like, dirty, awful it is. Yeah. and Because like, it's not dirty to yeah, get mm-hmm. an STI. Yeah. It's an infection. That's mm-hmm. also yeah. why they change for disease to infection because yeah. it's not a disease mm-hmm. it's an infection that mm-hmm. anyone can get mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and most people don't know that but more than 75% of the population that is sexually active will have a strain of herpes and um, mm-hmm. HPV, HPV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. because back in my days I know they only gave the um, vaccine um, the shot for uh, HPV mm-hmm. only to girls mm-hmm. before they found out that it would give it could it was it could lead to uh, colon and prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So now they're giving it to every kid in high school. I'm yeah. assuming, but never mind that. Like the men can be the carriers. Like the yes. previous theory was yeah. that men are just carriers, and it's yeah. like so they don't matter. Yeah. So, like, so they can just carry it around. Or so anyone <laughs> yeah. who that they have sex with doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. Like if they exactly. don't know, if they don't think that they could be at risk of that sort yeah. of thing, they're exactly. not being tested. It's yeah. Like it needs to stop because mm-hmm. everyone can contract. That, those type of infection, it's not the end of the world. I mm-hmm. think we need to be more aware of like our, our own sexual health, taking mm-hmm. good care of that, 
And I, I get that excuse. Of, oh, yeah, but I have a wife. I don't want her to see that I'm doing... So you're concerned that... Like, I know for a fact that I had... I saw many doctors in my life, and it doesn't have just to be, like, a sexual screening. It yeah. could be, like, a general screening, mm-hmm. and yeah. you just slide that through, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's and ways, yeah. So you're telling me that your partner will be mad at you because you want to take care of your health. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my biggest thing, too, is um, when clients ask sex workers, like, are you clean? Let's use that term. Oh. That's what they say. Um, first off, I have a standing order. I get tested every two to three yeah. weeks religiously, whether I have a new partner or not, and I always use protection mm-hmm. with any new partners. Um, sir, do you... <laughs> no, you exactly. use protection. Your I went to your last screen. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's insane to me. Like yeah. almost every person I know in the sex industry is like religi- yeah. has standing or is religiously tested. Yeah. Condom, condom use constantly. Like and even and, even if you don't, I feel like yeah. there's a lot of because with that OnlyFans, I do a lot of bareback uh, in my video. Mm. But when I do that, it's with like people just think that I just meet a stranger on the mm-hmm. street and no, like dude, I know that person mm-hmm. yeah. got tested before. Like I did a screening as well, mm-hmm. and like. It, it's all there's always going to be a risk anyway yeah. Yeah. using like, a condom or not mm-hmm. like because condom or not the solution it mm-hmm. is very it, it it does help a lot yeah. don't like get me wrong but there's a lot of like misconception about this yeah, yeah. but yet people still will jerk off on burback porn on the internet and mm-hmm. ask you to do things that are super unsafe and unwell and but yet ask you if you're clean it's yeah. just like I know. make it make sense <laughs> I've always yeah. been exactly I don't think Brad from the bar is using like condoms for like a blowjob or no. dental dams for like oh that's so that's else. a very interesting topic because mm-hmm. people think that only penetration is mm-hmm. at risk well in fact oral sex is more at risk it's more you're more at risk to contract an STI from oral sex than actual the actual like uh, genital yeah. true genital yeah except for HIV HIV wouldn't uh, well there is not enough right. study as we're speaking that can prove that saliva or in the mouth intercourse can or cannot uh, transmit HIV mm. because they don't they don't care for that it's yeah. all about the money that because also HIV is also another topic that annoys me so much because. Um, we had that kind of like similar situation in the LGBTQ plus community about monkeypox. Mm. They fully tried to pin that yes, down gay men again. Yeah. When in fact, everyone can catch it. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, the gay men were the first one to get the shot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still going out. So. Yeah. I'm just like, is mm-hmm. it really the gay man? So it's very easy to get into that kind of like assuming about mm-hmm. our community when in fact the people that take the less care of their sexual health mm-hmm. are those cisgender John. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Also and too, like you made a comment about um, getting tested for mm-hmm. HIV and that. Um, my standing order covers like um, urine yeah. and blood. So anyone listening, like if you're in BC, I, I can't mm-hmm. speak to different uh, provinces, but you can go to your doctor and you can simply say, you know, I, I'm, you can say I'm, they don't need to know. They can say I'm single or I like to have sex and I would mm-hmm. just like to be tested for everything, everything. under the sun. Yeah. Um, they can't deny you that. And if your no. doctor tries to find a new fucking doctor, exactly. but you, if you're comfortable getting blood work done, you are able to get that done I as will well. also add, because I found that in British Columbia, not everywhere, they don't do the full screening process mm. in British Columbia mm. uh, they don't do the swab they do like you, like you said urine and blood but there's mm-hmm. also the swab the mm. swab mm-hmm. yeah. that needs to be done mm-hmm. and they don't uh, I found where was I I, I used to go to Life Lab mm-hmm. and, and you they don't do that you have to like and specifically you, request I believe even if yeah. you do you need to bring your own swab 
And then oh, it was oh, like, really? how as a non-healthcare professional can I get access to, like, yeah, they don't provide. So make sure that yeah. you like found like a an actual prof- healthcare professional that will provide because there's a lot of, especially the uh, throat gonorrhea. It's yes. very yes. hard. There's a lot of false positive, which we prefer mm-hmm. in yeah. my opinion, but th- it's hard to um, identify it. Yes. if you don't do this one, right. blood and, and pee won't. Uh, and are you, are you talking about the um, intervaginal or like it's swab no, or the throat? Everywhere. Swab. Yeah. If you do anal, I would, and you know what? Even if you don't, I would do a swab. Yeah, just swab everything. Why not? Yeah, right? Right there. Just Wait making down there. sure. Fill all the holes with the swab. Because <laughs> because the thing, the thing is only for that, but there's so many other things like colon cancer, yeah. um, prostate cancer. Like, well, you know what's funny is when I was younger, my mom was very like never treated me as a child. It was always like yeah. I came out of the womb as an adult for some reason in her eyes. <laughs> so like I remember when I was a kid, she was like. Well, she's like is very old school sense, so she doesn't believe in like um, shaving pubic hair. She okay. thinks it's like it's like it's there for a reason. Yes, and also like why would you want to look like a little child? That's like kind of agree. Like I get as I'm getting older, I kind of like I kind of like wish they were there back. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but um, and she was like super against blowjobs and stuff. And she was saying, you know, a lot of. Um, your generation doesn't understand because blowjobs are kind of becoming bigger. Mm-hmm. Not her generation. She's quite a little, little older. <laughs> Mom's like, delete. Yeah. Uh, not my favorite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's the one getting rid of my Instagram yeah. all the time. Um, that she's like, it can lead to throat cancer. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so crazy. Like, you're insane. And then all of a sudden, like, so many now studies are showing, oh, there's throat cancer. It's like, fuck, Mom was right. <laughs> but I, she was I ahead think, of her time. She knew, like, you can get HPV and different things in mm-hmm. your throat as well. And yeah. that's why you need to use condoms. Oh, for, you can get it on your hand. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's I heard. Everywhere. I saw a TikTok about someone getting HPV from picking yeah. up um, confetti from a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I canceled my <laughs> But you know what? It's if people get so crazy about that. I mean, it, it. It's not like we. I don't feel like we should get crazy mm-hmm. about. It. We should just take care of our own yeah. sexual health. Yes. And as long as people will do that, it's, it's still going to be there. But when you find out that you have a like a situation like that and you take care of it and you move on with your mm-hmm. life it's exactly. not the end of the day like nobody die from a good yeah. reaction yeah. they get if they get it treated yeah, yeah. and the thing and is too like that that uh, like fear about it and that yeah. embarrassment to discuss it only makes it grow more in the yeah. shadows it's, kind of thing it's it doesn't help no one no exactly like, HIV is not even a death sentence no. anymore no. you take like a few pills every day and you live a, a normal lifespan You're also un- I think there's the expression in English when they say undetectable equal untransmittable yeah, and yeah. my English is so bad no, 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 try- it's yeah, yeah, very yeah. hard for me to articulate that but and it's actually true because mm-hmm. we have to end the stigma. Mm-hmm. Undetectable yeah. equal untransmittable. Yeah. Yep. And actually, mm-hmm. um, if you do have HIV and you are taking the medication, there is less of a chance that your sexual partner will contract it from you than someone random on the street. Right? Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but also just to touch on something that you said is like the clients who say, "Well, like I'm married, so like I don't need to have and get tested." It's like, and you're seeing a sex worker and typically trying not to use a condom. So like, yeah. how do I know that you haven't done that with other sex workers? Yes. And also, how do you know, like, you don't know about me. my sexual mm-hmm. health because God knows I haven't yeah. asked. Also, let's and you call just, her and see how she feels. Yeah, like. <laughs> you, you know, like you have that 
like, what about your wife's, like, sexual health? Like, you're exactly. the bridge here. Like, yeah. how um, can you not care? For me, I'm always, I always, because I, I try to stay in that dominance, like, mm-hmm. perspective, and I always tell, tell them, yeah, but do you think that your wife doesn't cheat on you, too? Like, yeah. because it's He's like, like <gasps> you can't cheat on I her. Saw the last you're video. so intelligent <laughs> yeah. that you would think that your wife doesn't have a hotter, bigger dick on the side. Yeah, how's really? your male, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I just feel like everyone listening to this is either going to never go to Taylor Swift concert or really be looking at like only like ugly male men from now on. Yeah. Or I, I, hope, yeah. I hope what they, they don't take away from this conversation is that they should be blase about these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. No, no. You know? Yeah, not at all. And do your research and get tested yeah, and yeah. be comfortable it's having those hard. important conversations. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jesus, and, you can make, and you can make the conversation sexy and fun and they don't need to be a downer. They don't need to ruin the mood. Like... You know, you can say it in a way where it's like, hey, I want to have a really good time with you and not worry about these things, so let's just get this on yeah. the table right now and let's go have, like, fuck each other's brains out. Oh, my God. I like, love that. Also, hey, yeah. like, if you can't be having a conversation about sex, you shouldn't be having it. Exactly. You're not mature yeah. Exactly. Uh, next listener question. Is there a reason you decide to not get a bottom operation, and do you think the operations increase or decrease sex workers' income? Oh. This is a interesting question because... First of all, it's none of your business. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Uh, second of all, uh, I, as a person, I'm very open, like about my genitalia, um, but it's not something that should be asked. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking. We said earlier, it's so annoying. People always reduce us to a fucking genital. Like mm-hmm. I'm not just a fucking vagina walking around town, and mm-hmm. you know, like I'm more than that. So, in my situation where I'm so open about it, then I would say it's also based on prefer- like personal preference. I was supposed to undergo bottom surgery twice, actually. Mm. Uh, and I decided, I changed my mind because I was like, I'm not doing it for the good reason. The first mm-hmm. time I, I felt too young because mm. it's, a, it's a hell of a recovery oh, process. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask her. Yeah, for- <laughs> it is. It's, it's awful. Um, and I do wish that I had been more... Um, Mentally Inf- prepare or yeah. inform. Because I, I was 20 when I had bottom surgery. That's, wow, wow. that's like such a baby. Yeah. You feel like such an You feel adult. like an adult at 20, yeah. but you look back and like, you're like, no, I was a literal child. I was really glad to have my mom there with me oh, wow. um, to that's help me. Nice. But it is a hellish mm-hmm. recovery. And, and nobody, I think that there's a lot of stories out there of like all the positives surrounding bottom surgery. And certainly um, I love what I have. But it's it. Nobody really talks about how awful the recovery can be, mm-hmm. and and that's yeah. dangerous. And I feel like that's the, that's why it's important to educate people, uh, and professional that will help you go through that process. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like even professional now they they're clueless. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many girls from Vancouver being shipped to Montreal to get the bottom because. In Montreal, well, we have one of the best surgeons in the world mm-hmm. in Montreal. We have it's a team. It's not just one surgeon, but to just ship girls like that in a five-hour plane to mm-hmm. get their dick chopped off and reverted inside and we'll ship you back home to the yeah. West Coast. And it's just like, no, like, it's, it's a... Anyway, mm. it's, it's another topic for another time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because I don't have a vagina. <laughs> but um, I will say, again, it's personal. I don't think... Um, I think everyone, regardless of your genitals, can be successful in sex work. It's all about how you market yourself mm-hmm. and how you um, are good, I guess, at dealing with... It's a business. It's a business. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of hard to explain because for me, I 
didn't feel like I needed that surgery to validate my identity. To the contrary, it's the most feminine dick that you will ever saw. Um, or see. See, I cannot even speak. Anyway. That you've ever seen. Ever yeah. seen. Um, but it's like, of course you're going to be... Okay, I cannot say that. You cannot be more successful just because you have a dick. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's people with vagina that are very successful too, so... But it, do you think that, like, trans women um, are selected or people go after trans women for that specific reason? I don't reason? think so. And then they would think, I like, think so. I should just go for a cis woman if, if I don't she has think a so. No. I think that's also... Um, uh, this is a... In with in within the, our community, it's a problem because it's like a disincentive or dismissive of doing the surgery, mm. especially if you're that word, because other girls will tell you, well, the minute you do that, you won't make money. So don't do it. But it's often based on jealousy. Mm. And they want, I don't know, it's, it's so toxic because it's like you should do that surgery because you feel like you want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have studied the aspect of what's going to be your life before and after. And mm-hmm. I know it's easier to say than easier said than done because you haven't done the surgery yet, but it's like, will having a vagina change anything in my life? If, if you advertise first as a pre-up trans woman, meaning you still have your original plumbing, then yes, it might affect your business, but it's your job to market yourself a different way. Because yeah. if you expect your business to be the same, but having something different to offer, it's, it's like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. If they decide to be all vegan and healthy, but they don't do a good branding around it, it's never going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People will be like, what the fuck? I'm not going to go eat salad at McDonald's. Yeah. But it's the same. Yeah. So Was it Kimber James who ended up, who had bottom surgery um, after having like a full porn career with her with her dick? And I then she know. continued her porn career? Yeah, there's a lot. Bottom well, yeah. porn, sure porn is different yeah. because I, like, I think cisgender women have a life expectancy, expectancy <gasps> of like six to... 18 months yeah, it's while trans women it's 3 years so it's, yeah. it's very different and male porn stars whoop like, yeah. well, <laughs> as long as you have a working dick it doesn't yeah. really matter yeah. what oh you my gosh. look like, like. A lot of and even porn. then just a bunch of Viagra and you get to yeah. exactly um, I liked what you both said about your, your reasonings behind it like for you it was like it helped you like feel better in your skin yeah. and like it helped you identify better and mm-hmm. and for you like you you didn't feel like that was beneficial to and you as your own individual like no, you and felt we, like maybe you're doing it for the wrong reasons I like that acknowledgement mm-hmm. we had that conversation together before because she obviously did it, did it at a younger age so it, it's ir- irreversible so it, there's no time to regret it but I was questioning her about like do you feel like if you had the knowledge that you have now you would have done it as it was done already like I don't know if you remember yeah. we had so, that conversation yeah, she, what, what she's saying is like we had a conversation and she was asking me like if you could, if you had the knowledge now that you had back then, would you have maybe delayed it a little bit longer? Mm-hmm. Would you have waited till you were more mentally prepared? And the answer is, of course, I would have. Yeah. I, of course, well, I would hindsight have. is everything. Yeah. Twenty, isn't it? I don't I, like. I think that I would have ultimately still settled on getting bottom surgery, mm-hmm. but I think that I would have allowed myself um, a little bit more grace mm-hmm. uh, rather than kind of rushing mm-hmm. towards it. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like when you do it so fast, and again, I've done, I haven't done it, so I cannot have an opinion, but from my peers that I've started doing, I feel like they, they felt pressure to do it because they mm-hmm. felt like that's what society expects of you. That, you're that a woman, you're going to have a vagina. You're yeah. To do, yeah. But then, yeah, I started transitioning in 2006 mm-hmm. and then uh, had bottom surgery in 2010. 
And this was also a different time where there were definitely ex expectations of like the steps that you take in your transition to be, and I wanted to be complete mm -hmm. and, um, quote unquote, and, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> so I, yeah, nobody can see me doing the air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, it was, um, you know, it, it was important to get it done as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. And I guess out of this conversation, I hope if there's somebody who is considering bottom surgery who's listening to this, that they just really take their time mm -hmm. and don't feel outside pressures. Just really like look within yourself and ask yourself like, is now the right time? Mm -hmm. Would I even still want it in five years? Whatever the case may be, just mm -hmm. take your time. There's it, no rush. Yeah. It's a big surgery, yeah. but it's a very tiny, small detail of a medical transition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it, that. It, it means not because it's a very big surgery. We cannot invalidate that, but it means nothing. Like, mm, yeah. you will well, still, well, it means, it, not it means nothing, it it will not change as much as you expect your life to change, yes. because mm -hmm. I feel like that's how they, and I'm not against the surgery, I sometimes I sound like I'm against that surgery. No, I think it is very, but I think it's important. Yeah, and yeah. we and have, neither of you seem against the surgery, no, not for the surgery, not but for you, Girl, it was a changed my life in a very positive <laughs> yeah. way, and I think, very yeah. I think neither you're for or against it, no. I think for you, you understood it was something you want to do for you, and for you exactly. personally, it's and not it's something you want to do. very personal, but I feel like we should have access to both information mm -hmm. before and, and that conversation should only be directed and uh, in between trans people mm -hmm. I don't think it's a, a question of opinion about cisgender people so no it's not yeah. appropriate for them to be involved no, in those conversations exactly mm -hmm. so that's why I hate speaking about that so much because it's like I should have had that conversation or like at a restaurant with some friends mm -hmm. yeah. and we have a friend in common that uh, had bottom surgery not so long ago and we were. I was asking her those questions, and she, mm -hmm. she. I felt like she was like. At first, she was like, "Huh?" Like, I've, no one actually asked me those questions before. And then she went and searched into it. It was like, you know what? Like, thank you for having brought. And she went and do the surgery because. Mm -hmm. I feel like even professional, not only here everywhere they don't, do enough like pushing about. And again, it can be tricky because I feel like people might feel like they are being questioned under identity if mm -hmm. we question them. But it has nothing to do with that. It's, it comes from it's, a place of caring. Yeah, yeah it's exactly because it's that surgery. That it's from. it's it's physical. Mm -hmm. It's not emotional. It it is at some point, but the actual act of the surgery it's physical. Mm -hmm. We're gonna invert your penis from the outside to the inside. Now, like, can you live with that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, like, how, how are you going to use it after? I feel mm -hmm. like they, they do the surgery and they're just shove that inside and then yeah, like stay there for 15 minutes, <laughs> wow. three times a day, and then, you know, it's... They, yeah, it, it's true. They just kind of send you off and then you're just expected to kind of figure it out. Yeah. And, like, there's Jesus. very few... <laughs> like, I remember... <laughs> Uh, after I healed, uh, I did some traveling and obviously was like testing out the goods, like, you know, <laughs> overseas. And, and when I came back, I, there was something very wrong going on down there. I was like, I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea the different things that, um, people with vaginas can experience. All I knew was that there was a lot. <laughs> there was there was a um, wretched smell coming from down oh, there, and so baby, yeah, <laughs> I know. That's what it turned what? out to be. Yeah. And, you know and, what? But I'm not done. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought it was my fault. <laughs> you got her. It's, it's funny because I went to see my GP, and she was like, um, "I feel like that might be." She's like. 
She's like, I feel She's like, I think that's BV. I'm gonna take a swab. She's like, I don't know if you can get BV though. Like, I don't. She did had no idea about anything to do with trans like vaginas. And so she swabbed it. She tested it. She was like, Yeah, that's BV. And gave me some ascorbic acid tablets, and yeah, off I went. But it was just like, world. yeah, BV, totally. It, was, it really was yeah. uh, the rudest welcome because it did happen like probably less than a year after I had, or maybe about a year after I had surgery, mm. it happened, and I was like. Jesus. It's like your christening of having a vagina. Oh, God. <laughs> like christening. Yeah. What I would just add to that is that it's, and again, I don't have a vagina, so I cannot relate to that, but I feel like it's not only meant to trans people. It's also, I feel like the health of a vagina, mm-hmm. it's, there's so much lack of education oh, towards that. Yeah. So it's like, how do you expect, as someone who never had a vagina, to deal with that if people who were born born with it don't even know how to no. deal with that yeah. because no, our, there's no education around we that. We talked about it with a girlfriend of ours who's been going through some health stuff with her like uterus and that and like the percentage of healthcare that goes towards women mm-hmm. and then now imagine how little that is for trans women. Yeah, like exactly. you can't even like it's be like yeah. like one person yeah. maybe knows something about that, like trans vagina. Like yeah. it's crazy. It's so yeah. sad. It is And sad. like considering you make up what 50% of the population is women like and or well that's rough ass. Don't call yeah. me that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being important part, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And, like, they're just like, man, what about you? Like, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It makes you feel um, unsupported and, like, you're figuring this out yourself and you're going onto forums and seeing who's experienced what. It's just, it's not ideal. It's actually dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then a lot of these things, if you aren't getting, if you don't know what it is Mm -hmm. and you're not getting the proper medication, they Mm -hmm. can go to, like, further things. Like, um, you know, they can get very serious when you have, like, BB and things like that and they're not taking or, like, um... I don't like even know what BV is. Yeah. Bacterial vaginosis. Oh my god! You're so lucky. Don't you don't know what it is. You are so this is lucky. Insane. Like, oh yeah, it's like it's. Oh god! It's when, like, and the shame I felt because oh, I didn't yeah. know it was that common. No, it's. Oh. Uh, I'm, there's not a single woman in the world that owns a vagina that has not had that. Yeah. yeah, and like, and it's just so unpredictable sometimes. Like, I know girlfriends of mine who get it. Like multiple times in a month yeah. and don't even know how they're getting it don't know what the mm-hmm. cure is they're just constantly taking medication it's mm-hmm. it's insane UTIs yes. like mm-hmm. if I even oh god I feel like I know when um, <laughs> Emma's like I made the right decision <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know if a guy hits me at the wrong angle like oh. even if I pee after oh. sex mid-sex you're like fuck here we yeah. go <laughs> no I'm like oh no I'm getting one for yeah. sure yeah. for sure even oh, if like, I pee right afterwards like still yeah well think of how many UTIs the guy um, the one to put in your ass to vagina has given girls He's just right? a walking UTI. Well, I have to wonder about these the other women he slept with who didn't say anything if they did, like, asked a pussy. Oh, they're walking UTIs now. Oh, my God. That is their life. Poor women. Um, yeah. God, that, it's the worst. That was, like, the second reason I actually got my IUD out was because a month after I got my IUD in, I had chronic mm. BV. Mm-hmm. And oh. I had not been able to... I went on antibiotics. And it was to the point that me and my doctor were discussing it, and she was like, there are no studies that prove that they're connected but they are. They're, right. Yeah, they are. I've heard many times yeah. that UTIs she, can hold on to the bacteria and then mm-hmm. you can constantly get it. And it's like, how are they not... St- like, okay, Riley, sorry, love you, but you're not that unique. I'm sure there's a lot of women <laughs> that have like, you're you know... You're so she- special. <laughs> 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 you're 15% of the population. <laughs> but uh, how has that not a study happened yet? Like, how yeah. many women That's have UTIs? Weird. Because women's crazy. healthcare is not considered yeah. no, really BV, UTIs, yeast infection. Like, nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares. I, I would have never thought that um, a trans woman could have gotten no, BV truly. or thrush because, yeah. because we're just taught that, um, like, 
I guess like only um, cis women can get it. Like that's yeah. the only education. And then yeah, like even the, and then how men, would you like, like even male counterparts aren't tested. Um, like if you have a partner and your current current like always getting BV and your he partner carry it, isn't. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Like your partner can't get it because like um, the penis doesn't really get it. Yeah, and they so, can though. And there's, I just feel like there's such a lack of education around the fact that like, I mean, it makes sense because like, yes, you have a vagina now, but like I, it, it and people don't know that like after a while, um, after your post op for a time, you the bacterial ecosystem develops in there, yeah. and, the, and you do oh, have like a very fragile balance in there, kind of like any other mm-hmm. woman would. Which, yeah, the human body is so cool. How it's it like is. this? Yeah. What we're doing now? We're doing it. And it's like, like it's still so cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like you're fine. still shook about BV. I could smell it through my clothes. It was oh, so horrible. I literally just did, and a girl was like, "Sisters, are you guys in Australia?" Message <laughs> you weekly, <laughs> um, and also men can get BV. That's so interesting. Yeah, penis. really. People have because I everywhere I looked, they were. I was told that they couldn't because like there's no, my, my there's no antibiotics for them. I feel like there's some kind of uh, carrier. It doesn't thing mean that, that they don't have sure. uh, antibiotic that we cannot. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. So sorry, I shouldn't say men get it. People with penises yeah. can well, get. And I feel BV. like I, I thought it was hard that I slept yeah. with. Um, oh, I call myself a man on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got it from from somebody that I slept with. Yes, because mm-hmm. it's the thing is, um, it's easier for uh, vaginal having people because mm-hmm. the um, urethra is closer, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And that's why the bacteria goes in yeah. the urethra. Yes. But men and penis having people still have a urethra. It's just yes. a little harder. But my my ex boyfriend managed to, and he was on the oh he was on the bathroom literally crying because he had a UTI. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, not BV. I'm sorry, a yeah. UTI. And he was... Uh, did I say BB? Yeah, that that's why I was like, I don't... That's I'm so sorry. Like, You're so crazy. That. She got... Lauren got how, like, wrong I was. <laughs> right, I was trying to be. On the floor of the bathroom crying. No, that's not in there. I know what that's just like, yes, girl. Whatever you're saying. I really don't think that, like, penis having people can, like... No, sorry. Yes, UTI. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can get UTI. Yeah, and then I remember he was on... And I at this point, I used to get it... Every weekend, and my and I was serving at the time, and my girlfriend would call me every like you get a Saturday UTI every weekend, yeah, every weekend, because oh, I get continually from sex, and she would call me on like Saturday morning and be like, "You need me to look after your shift tonight?" And I was like, Aww. "Yep." Like she knew I would constantly, I would be so bad. And then the one time we got back to Mexico, and he got it, and he was like crying on the floor, and they went to the doctor, and it was UTI. Yeah, and he's like, "How do you do this every weekend?" I was like, "See, like it I'm not sucks. like yeah, it's mm-hmm. the fucking it's worst. It's also the worst when you're like." Ugh. Maybe this is too... Uh, I don't know. I feel like we're past the point Well, we talked about eating cookies <laughs> off the guy's yeah. so like, <laughs> But, like, for me, I'll be, like... I'll be, like, you know, peeing, and I'll be, like, oh, that really fucking hurts. Mm-hmm. And then the worst is when you go to wipe, and then there's blood on yes. the piece of toilet. Yeah, every weekend like, I got that. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. look so, on your face now, Emma. I hate so bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. And then you're always on antibiotics, too, which is not good. So bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I, I don't really like even taking Advil, so, like, yeah. constantly being on... Can we talk about penis now? You tell us things, because I know nothing about so I had that client one time who never did anything sexual other than like walking on his face, um, kicking his ball. Like n- there was no like actual sexual encounter with my penis. And then that one time, uh, it was my first, first pre-booking in Toronto of like a four days of like over pre-booked appointment I did to myself. So... Anyway, and he was like, mm, you know what, today I kind of want to try to suck your dick. And I was like, mm, sure, whatever, I've known you for so long, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's weird that you would ask me that, but okay. Uh, so I put 
my dick in his mouth and then I'm doing something else as he's sucking my dick. Uh, and then I look down and there's blood everywhere. <gasps> and like that day, he changed his schedule because he had a, a, a chipped crown that he needed to get fixed at the dentist. But then he was like, I know that your schedule is very busy, so I'm going to change my dentist appointment to come to see you with a chip crown and fully, like, cut open my dick. And <gasps> I'm fully hard, so then it's just like, psh, 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 <laughs> blood everywhere. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, Thank no. you so much for interrupting on BB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all that to scene. say that the oh most things can happen with penises, oh, too. Oh, yeah, all the time. I'm yeah. just so surprised that he's... He's still sucking your dick. Yeah, why? And like, this is totally fine. He's like, it tastes metallic. Okay, so he didn't realize at first. uh, And then when he saw that, he stopped. Okay, okay. uh, And then he was so, he felt so bad because I couldn't work. I I had a kidney. And it was the tiniest cut ever on the tip of my penis. But But like, it's it's because my dick is hard, so it's just like pushing blood all there. Um, so I was like, I'm going to have to cancel all my other clients because yeah. I cannot get an erection right now. And then, so he, he gave me more money to apologize and he, he was very sweet. I saw him another time and now we're laughing about that. But um, my other client though that I was trying to cancel because I had an open wound on the mm-hmm. tip of my penis were like, do we really have to cancel? And I'm just like, what? Like, are you a vampire? So yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that, that was weird. That was weird. And I, blood, I don't do. I don't do blood. I don't. I saw, um, was that this year that we went to um Festival and then there was this blood play yes. and like oh, watching it. Um Festival's great. In like that kind of setting, to me, it's like, it's artistic. Yeah. I get it. But I would never be aroused by it. Mm-hmm. Well, also, that was like a, there was this really interesting film. Oh, that no, was like, that was not this. Th- Two years ago, the one I saw with you was menstrual, men- yeah, menstrual, menstrual blood, blood right. which is oh, different. Yeah, yeah, it was like a really interesting yeah. close up of like, like, like they took a speculum and showed inside, oh. and so you could see everything. I love that. Like, in a porn yeah. setting. Yeah, I love that shit. I'm in a weird place. But it's hot. Yeah. I don't know about um festival. It's a festival that it's been. And they come to Vancouver almost every year. Oh. It's like a porn fest, uh, amateur porn really festival. Cool. It's can, at the Rio, right? Yeah, ex- exactly. And you can oh, submit, uh, they always, at the end of the, the montage that they do, you, they show you how to submit your, uh, and actually a few people from Vancouver this year again were, was it Vancouver this year or two years ago? I think two years ago, there was like three people from Vancouver that, hmm. yeah. Um, and it's North America mm-hmm. open. Interesting. So, yeah. We are. Uh, I went. Uh, I guess pre-COVID, so it would be two thousand nineteen, and yeah, it's like an amateur mm-hmm. porn competition, yeah. or like because you can vote for like yeah. winners and stuff. Um, but it's so beautifully mm-hmm. done, and it was like it's very also like yeah. cis people, trans people, people of color, that. gay, yeah. lesbian. Huh. Everyone from the spectrum and it, it is. It can be funny. It can be sexy. Yeah. It's like just uh, the, the runs the gamut. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, and, and I, they set it up really beautifully that it's like it's okay to not like something, mm-hmm. but we're not here to like judge yeah. and like any reaction that you have is okay as long as you're respectful yeah, about yeah. it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I really like blood play. That's like one of my biggest fetishes. Interesting. <laughs> but I've stopped telling new partners that because they get really intimidated mm-hmm. and then they think like. You're so freaky that nothing I do will ever satisfy you. But her, like, true. and it's like, no, I don't need that. Like, I, it's just it's like something, something I, I, mean, I like, and I'm okay if you never do but it. But it doesn't mean that it's gonna stop you from liking someone. Yeah, and they get in their head like it's like, yeah, almost intimidated by that level of kink. But are those like, people men? 
Obviously. <laughs> I've never had, I've never had a, um, a female partner have an issue with anything like that. Not they might not want to do it, which is fine, but they've never like almost like shamed you for it. And I feel are like you a lot saying of, like, that female are better than men in general? Yeah, me or, say that. that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's five times every hour. <laughs> yeah, truly. Also, if you still have issues with UTI, um, <laughs> I just want to I just want to make a recommendation. Yes, have you tried D Manos? No. It is fantastic. Is that a pill? It's a pill or a powder. They sponsored get... by the <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. Can we get sponsored by the Because I sing the praises of this this drug, but it's like you just pick it up at Whole Foods. Um, Whole Foods? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a fancy. It's like, no, it's like the only place that you can get it. Interesting. Um, but there's some studies that suggest that it prevents E. coli from sticking to the walls of the urethra. Oh, and so it's more of a preventative thing. Mm. You kind of have to like let it build up in your system yeah, for like yeah. six weeks or something mm. before it, I will it look does into this. It is fantastic. And you don't have a prescription for it. You just go no, grab it at Whole Foods. walk into oh. Whole Foods. All right. Yeah. I'll see you at Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we got power through these listener okay. questions. Um, Okay, so another listener question. Do you consider yourself straight if you're a trans woman who like men or and a lesbian if you like women? How does that work if people wanted to label themselves? Um, I think that people associate gender identity with sexual orientation, which has mm. nothing to do. Like, you can be trans, which is my identity. Right. And I can be a lesbian, a straight, or pan, or bi. I can be anything I want, really. So, I don't know if that question was, how do I identify or they it would used, just in general they used I I think um, do you consider yourself okay. straight I don't consider myself straight I think the term would be pansexual because mm. I don't again it does it to me it's not about gender it's more about the person um, again I don't really date or I don't have that need so but yeah I feel like a lot of people make mistake like being trans with being like gay or mm. and also like all those men asking themselves or asking me if they're gay well mm-hmm. if you're ask if you ask me well you have my dick in your mouth I would, my answer would be yes yeah. that question comes up here later on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to that one but, someone seems very concerned um, it really needs you to validate them <laughs> I feel like labels are so important for cisgender male it's crazy to me because I couldn't care less if you're gay bisexual pan or pitter pan whatever mm-hmm. how you identify but it's like, I get that a lot, though. If you're attracted to trans women, does that make you gay? And my answer, I'm not God, but mm. I do think that no. <laughs> like, I mean, if I ident- identify as a woman and you're attracted to my femininity, femininity, femininity Close enough. Something, <laughs> like that. something like that. Femininity. Yeah. <laughs> if you're attracted to that, then I guess you're straight. But, like... Mm-hmm then how straight can you be? You mm-hmm. know, like, there's, it's all a spectrum. It's like, and who cares? Just suck the dick. Jesus yeah. Christ. Like, <laughs> suck my dick, actually. And <laughs> 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 pay you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lauren, do you want to weigh in on that? Uh, oh, yeah, I mean... She's just a regular Christian cisgender. <laughs> well, we, do we have the Bible for you? <laughs> <laughs> the pages might stick together. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I mean, uh, I feel like oh, it's complicated. Like, I think that the majority of the men that I have slept with over the years have said that they identify as straight. And, uh, and you know, this is something that I would not recommend to anybody 
but I have also slept with men without telling them that I'm trans. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like a different, a whole different time. Like 20, 20 years ago. <sighs> Excuse me? <laughs> I, Your grave I, I was, <laughs> 20 years ago, I wasn't even born. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Sure. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and so like, uh, with that context in mind, I would say that the men, the majority of the men that I've slept with have have identified as straight. Mm-hmm. Um, my last partner, who I was actually engaged to um, until October, um, identified as bisexual. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tend to gravitate more towards like bisexual men. I just think that they're more comfortable with themselves, and that mm-hmm. will result in less like uh, of them like questioning their sexuality mm-hmm. um, just because they're with me, which mm-hmm. doesn't you know didn't make any sense to me, but. Um, yeah, it, it's. I would say that most of them are, are probably straight, but mm-hmm. again, sexuality is complex. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard to put. I don't believe in that anyway. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as being straight. Yeah. People, most people are heteroflexible. Yeah, yeah. very that. flexible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, flexible legs. Like up in the air. <laughs> like me pushing on their legs. Yeah, <laughs> asshole um, in the air. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I found this question very interesting. Um, I am a male, and I frequent trans pre-op sex workers. I say to others that I am straight. I have a cis girlfriend, and I don't tell anyone that I see trans sex workers. Is it transphobic for someone to see a trans sex worker and then hide that and claim to be straight to the world? No. Uh, Wait. Okay. I don't think that's the definition of transphobia. But I will say, though, that it's fucking wrong. Because it's like, to me, it's pushing your own internalized insecurities, internalized transphobia um, against us. Like, it, it's using us as an excuse to validate your behavior, which has, like, that if you're insecure about yourself, it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if I'm trans or not. You know, you like trans people, but it's like, I've, I've always tell people, too, that right now we have more representation in media and social media and, like, film and stuff like that about trans people. But the thing that we are lacking is the cisgender men who are attracted to us to speak up about it. That mm-hmm. it's okay. It's okay to date us. It's okay to talk with us. Like, we're not going to bite you unless you ask, you know? <laughs> but it, it's... To me, it's so wrong. It's not... I don't think it's transphobic in the sense that, like, it's not... Yes, it's against trans people, but I don't think it's like, oh, like I'm gonna punch you because you're you were born a man, you know. I think there's different levels that, to transphobia. Yeah, uh, that's for sure, but I, I don't personally I don't see it as transphobic, and mm-hmm. I use that term quite often. <laughs> I even got it tattooed on my body, um, but it's it's I don't know. It sounds like you're saying you wouldn't term it transphobic, but it's problematic. It's very problematic because how can you love something that you would profit? Knowing, or maybe you don't know, but now you know that we are getting killed mm-hmm. because people like us that much. I mean, mm-hmm. isn't it crazy to all of you that ev- every year Pornhub released that kind of like list of like things that have been more more search, yeah. not just consist consist. Why do you use those words that I can't pronounce? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, um, this year 
they, I think it was a 75% increase in the trend, mm-hmm. which has never been seen for any other category. So don't tell me that people don't like trans women. Mm-hmm. We're like the top of the food chain. Yeah. In porn, at least. It is the number one category in Brazil. And Brazil's also one of the top countries where we're murdered. Yeah, now they're top three, I think. Mexico City is the top one. Crazy. where they have the. It's like 1.9 trans women get killed now in Mexico. Don't quote me on that, but that's what I've read uh, recently, which and is so, insane. And so that's why, for me, when you asked that question, is it transphobic? Uh, I, I personally say yes, and I'll I'll tell you why. It, it's because to me, if you are with this trans woman, and she ticks all these different boxes in a person that you would want to be with, um, and the only thing that is stopping you from dating her and loving her is that she's trans. That is transphobic. Yeah, if you put it that way, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're a transphobic piece of shit. Um, um, but keep and, paying me. <laughs> and, and I've said this on TikTok in the past, and I've gotten pushback from people. And I'm saying, there's uh, because people really want to conflate this conversation with trans women uh, trying to force people to be attracted to us. And it's like, we don't need to force anybody to be attracted no, to they, us. Mm-hmm. People, they are are attracted att- to people us. are attracted That's to us. And we know that. It's the yeah. shame that comes mm-hmm. with their attraction that we're saying is transphobic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I fully support what yes. you just said. I yeah. also agree. Yes. It's complicated. It's very complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but again, I feel like we need to stop thinking that it's because of us because it has nothing to do with us. Period. I think mm-hmm. that our healing journeys start when we understand that that internalized transphobia that this person is experiencing has nothing to do with the fact that I'm trans. Mm-hmm. It's all about him and his struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because I found that we give a lot of attention to those men who feel so ashamed of dating us. and But what about the people like us who feel bad about that? Like I feel yeah. nobody, nobody cares about that. Mm. We need to take care of ourselves because, again, it's not about... Attraction. We know that people are attracted to trans women. So it's like, just focus on learning that it's not your fault, that your men are like that. Men are just trash, and we have to cope with it, I guess. But some people make business out of that. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. (laughs) Hi. And I always, I think it's so funny. I use that term loosely. It's national. It's kind of sad. People are like, um, men, no, people, men don't really like trans women. I'm like, what? I'm like, Who's the amount. But people always like you hear it all the time, right? Yeah. But it's I like, think, and, okay. I, I think that some cis women are threatened by it. Of course, yeah. and well, people are threatened by everything. Yeah, they're but, totally. Um, totally. But maybe because of who I am, and maybe because I have a sex podcast and I'm a sex worker, people are very open to telling me about mm-hmm. their sexual desires mm-hmm. or their their attractions, and I know a, quite a few. Uh, cis males that are very attracted to trans women. Mm-hmm. Um, so to tell me that that's not a thing, and I'm like, you think they're lying to me? Like, like yeah. had, no, I'm, I can and say they are. Like, I feel exactly. like the thing you just said about cisgender women, as if it's like a competition. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? There's yeah. no competition. You, you There's can't plenty attract- of men to go around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, Unfortunately. <it's>, yeah. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> There's that. It's, it's like, it's like the competition I was talking about earlier. It's like, we don't, it doesn't matter if you can be attracted. I can be attracted to you, and I can also be attracted to you, and yes. I can also be attracted to you yes. all at the yeah. same time, if <laughs> no, you ask me. The then it just ends up being a big gangbang. But it's <laughs> like, there, there's no limit to yeah. attraction. And mm-hmm. again, like, this, I'm, I have a hard time with that, like, topic you said earlier about, like, pushing our agenda mm-hmm. of, like, people liking us. Mm-hmm. But it's like, 
I don't like ginger. Okay, I'm sorry I've said that. I don't like like having sex with people who have um, ginger hair, like a red hair. I just can't. Oh, I don't, ginger. Yeah, yeah, ginger. What did you I thought you were saying gender. I no, don't like gender. Like, <laughs> I, like ginger. I, I, I don't like ginger. I can't. I like, I'll I take them. I have the biggest crush on a ginger. Oh, me too. I like, do. I just ask so many people, am I racist by saying that? That I, I don't I mean, like Irish people? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like people, Irish people with brown hair and like yeah. light blue. Like, anyway, I just can't. It's like this, it's like, I will if I have to. Yeah. Because I, mm-hmm. sur- I can surpass that. But if you're asking me what's my preference to like that previous question, like, no, this but I just can't. To me, again, everybody can have preference. Yeah, and, for yeah, sure. Am I going to stop like myself from talking to someone because he's a ginger? No. Am I going to stop how I feel about someone just because I told myself before that he was a ginger and I don't like ginger? No. Like... So, yes, I might not be... I might think that I'm not attracted to ginger because when I think about that, like, right now on the spot, I don't like ginger hair. I just can't. But then if I meet someone and he happens to be a ginger and, oh, my God, like, we have a nice connection and you ask me to fuck him, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, so this is kind of annoying because Mm -hmm. it's like, why would you... Again, why that part of you saying that it is transphobic because you stop yourself from saying that that person is trans and that's the only reason why I wouldn't date them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? Men. Something about men. Yeah, that sums it up. <laughs> Something about men. Something about men. And oh, I'm waiting for like a big celebrity to come I out. I don't think it's going to, because we all know about, there's a big name out there that are. Yes, that's exactly they're not, it. They're not open, but they do not, yeah. Well, we know again, that these, right. we, oh we God, know that. What's wrong with me today? We know that there are big male celebrities who are yeah. interested in trans women, but we learn this from each other mm. um, because they're not public about it. And mm-hmm. all I think to myself is, imagine what would happen mm-hmm. if, like, a fucking Brad Pitt mm-hmm. uh, dated a trans woman openly and proudly and how that could help change perceptions. Mm-hmm. Just somebody with immense power yes. and influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just it's it just takes one, tricky, and then it, it mm-hmm. could be, it could, you know... It's I, very tricky because, anyway... Sorry. No, that's okay. That's um, I'm just going to ask my own question and I'm going to piggyback on this, listeners, and then we're going to jump into the rest of them because we don't need a three-parter. But um, <laughs> I'm going to keep you here all night and day. But um, is it is it problematic to only to like someone because they're trans? Oh, that's a that's, good question. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, is it <laughs> is it problematic for somebody to only like you because you have beautiful <clears throat> breast implants? See, like, for me, like, so I, I think it would be problematic because mm-hmm. you are not seeing the human as a human. Exactly. You are seeing them as whatever you view trans as, whether it's the genitals or yeah, but whatever, it's, right? Again, it's about preference. Yeah, but if they're only like you for being trans, if they only yeah. like you I for think having another, a great, uh, being, you know, having great tits, no. like, it's just, it, it's, no, it's, that, it's that, that, human I, I, you to something, I have to disagree with opinion. that. Yeah. I have to disagree with that okay. because it's like, wh- like, we, we have some terms that we use together, like tranny chaser or chaser. I think now it's being used because we yeah. removed the tranny part because it's problematic. It's not a great word. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like we have like to me when I was younger, I didn't want to deal with chaser because I was like, I'm just going to be another one on your list, you know. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just like, well, he's attracted to me because I am trans. Of course, like I don't think there's anyone on this planet that would be like, oh, I'm just going to see you because you're 
It's just because you're trans. Like mm-hmm. it's contextual. Be, yeah, but mm-hmm. that's just sexual. Mm-hmm. The exactly. sexual part. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if that's what I'm seeking from someone else, then what's the matter with that? Yeah. You know, yeah. like I understand if you're seeking more into a relationship, then mm-hmm. sure, like it sucks. But at the same time, it's like that person. Like, how draining is it, Lauren, to explain to a cis, heteronormative man what is to be trans and he cannot, like, fucking shove his dick in your ass, get in your vagina with with him assuming that it's a trans thing. Like, it's so draining. So I'd rather have someone who fucking know about the trans issue. Mm -hmm. Maybe not everything. Mm. Then it's easier for me to, like, not re-educate, but, like, to um, add more topics to his knowledge, Mm -hmm. you know? I just don't mind a chaser. I really don't care at this point. Yeah, if it's purely for sexual gratification, absolutely. If I can like, objectify me, for like, a relationship, I, maybe I want that. That I feel, and it's an, a very, like, topic that is kind of, like, hard to discuss in within the community. But it's very controversial because it's, like, some girls may think that when they do date a chaser, it's like they never have enough with them. They will go see what's out there. But, I mean, is it that different with a cisgender girl like do you I feel like even a cisgender woman would think that that she might not be enough for her partner so he might need to go somewhere else but it's like at the end of the day be confident with who you are maybe in like a relationship or dating context though like it's kind of like okay yeah we all start out uh, wanting to be uh, a physical attraction that's how uh, you know relationships tend Mm -hmm. to start but if maybe you get, like, four, five, six months into dating this person and they're still so, like, hyper-focused on, mm. like, um, your dick or your transness and there's not... And, and, it, and the and relationship... like, worship my dick. No, but, but the relationship isn't more expansive than that. There's not, like, some... There's not, um, you know, you don't have anything in common, but, like, he stays with you because he loves that you have a dick. Like, that, then, that gets what, a little problematic. No, that, no. Mm. No, you no, don't no, think no. so? Absolutely not. And the mistake that you made there is that if you went through all that way into that relationship and mm-hmm. you're still with him, even if you don't have anything in common, that that has nothing to do with him being a chaser or liking your dick. Like, girl, move on. Mm. That's as simple mm-hmm. as that. Has nothing. Yeah. That's his preference. You cannot shame people for someone having a preference. Mm-hmm. If he's problematic with you, that's another topic. Sure. But it's your job to like pull yourself away from that relationship. You cannot blame someone to be like, you're only... Like, we have some we, do, we have no point in common, <laughs> and you've been dating for six months, and you're still only here because, I, of course, he's still going to be here because you have a dick. Like, that's what he likes. Mm-hmm. But if in that six months, you didn't find something attractive to him that you can stick on, like, that's the joke's on you, I think. Well, that's my I opinion. Think I, think, I think you're both right there, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think for me, like... When someone likes you for one thing about you, regardless of what it is, is, it's is like... It, is that even possible? I don't think so. No. I it shouldn't be. So. But no, I think some men are like that. I think some men like like you just because you're a stripper. like, mm-hmm. And that's like fun to say, tell their friends that yeah. you're a stripper. And you're but, like, you know nothing else about me. That, that's all you know yeah, about but me. Does like, that relationship go deeper than that? Or it's because no, like I hate all men. I get what you're saying that you like, that person likes you because you're a stripper. But I mean, that's what he's seeking, yeah. and that's what you provide to him. You Let's are. take another question. <laughs> um, Such a great assistant. <laughs> okay, as someone who's seen trans sex workers before, I'm curious about an article I read once that said that most trans women 
the most sex they get is from their clients. Is this a myth or completely out of date? And if so, what is the difference? Do you get most of your sex from clients or do you date often? And also, how does sex with clients differ from rec sex? I re-termed it rec sex, so okay. it made more sense because this was convoluted. So, this is <laughs> kind of weird because it's just like... I guess they... It sounds like they had read a study that... No, but would, I understand, but who would make a study about that, first of all? Yeah. And second of all, like, I understand the question. I think um, the actual answer is, like, again, it's personal. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not because I'm trans that I'm going to... Yeah. Of course, if I'm a sex worker, I'm going to have sex with clients. Yeah. That's my job. Yeah, why do you think like, for free? Yeah. Like, I, why would I do that for free? But then if I choose to do it for free with people, that's also my decision. So yeah. I, don't, I don't see how I you can quantify. I think, I think I, most, like, sex workers, the most sex they have is their job and less rest yeah. sex. Because why yeah. would you do your job for free? And, and it's not only that. I feel like some people get more... For me, I... To answer his question, question, I get more fulfillment through work Mm -hmm. than through my personal life. Yeah. Yeah, I almost wondered if um, they were wondering, like, if you found people to be more open with what they wanted in terms of, like, as as the question before was, like, oh, I hide the fact that I see trans women um, being in the sort of, like, client realm. Maybe if, Mm. um, if you found that people are more open and honest about wanting to have sex but it, it was a very a, confusingly yeah question. and then the last part here how does sex with clients differ from rec sex from like non non-work sex yeah like okay. do you do you enjoy it more do you... I don't think it's about enjoyment because I do enjoy both mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very much otherwise I wouldn't do that job um, I will say though that I still experience the need to perform when it's a, mm-hmm. on a session, because at the end of the day, it's someone paying for a, a service, and they are, if they pay me, they are in their rights to get their service that they yeah. are seeking, mm-hmm. if I can provide, because it's, again, all about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I feel like when it's sex for fun, it needs to be, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, but I get turned on by being paid. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. I think it's like a perk of being a sex worker, so... I have other things that turn me on, obviously, when it's not for work. But again, it doesn't change yeah. anything. Um, next question here. Have you ever gotten feelings or, uh, like, to a... Cl- Sorry. Next <laughs> question here. Have you ever gotten feelings for a client or been romantically attracted yeah. to a client? Yeah. Uh, I My ex-boyfriend was actually uh, some a client of mine that became a submissive. <laughs> and then we dated yeah, it's possible. Yeah. I, think, I mean, it's just another context of meeting someone. I don't like when clients come to visit me with the idea that it's a possibility. Because mm, yeah. that's that's wrong. We have, like, they have boundaries. I also have mine, and they need to be respected. I will be the most chill person when people come to see me. Uh, I can have, like, normal conversation with them. But then when the session is over it's over Mm -hmm. and you may contact me to rebook your other session Mm -hmm. but not like I do have that a lot and it's so funny because I always have clients telling me like I'm talking about discretion and like privacy and like they have a wife so I cannot contact them like why the fuck would I contact you after (laughs) a session yeah you're good (laughs) you're the one I'm gonna tell you to stop contacting me because you're annoying every time yes so because you have more feelings my job is to dissociate my emotion my like um 
emotional connection to like physical connection with mm-hmm. people. I have to dissociate that. And if I decide to have more emotional connection with a client, then it's because I, I felt good with that person. But it's, it's another topic. But mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I have to like remind my clients and stuff that there is boundaries mm-hmm. that and they cannot cross them. It's not because I'm a sex worker and they have so, such an easy access to me that they can cross those boundaries. I do also have to take a shit once a day and <laughs> go to the grocery store. And we eat all the time. Very I mean, grocery store. All, <laughs> I'm Walmart. always at the fucking grocery store. Um, I, I like what you said there about, um, because like you said, you, like you found a partner yeah. through it. And we've had um, Steph Sia, who just got married uh, recently to a former uh, submissive of, of hers. And like, it is possible but like we said, they're like, they shouldn't come in expecting it or thinking mm-hmm. it's a possibility. Like, that's few yeah. and far between, and they need to appreciate that you are a service provider, this is your job, and just like any other human, mm-hmm. you have boundaries I that mean, also need to be respected. We've heard so many stories of a guy going to a hairdresser and they fall in love and they get married. Yeah, it mm-hmm. happens. I feel like when, especially girls, will shame you about, oh, you, like, saw again that client of yours for free, so now he's profiting of you, and, like, I got that a lot, lot personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I started to date my ex, and I was like, so basically you're telling me that our clients are less than, they're, they're bad people because they're coming to pay us. Yeah. Like, they're just regular people that seek a service, an experience, mm-hmm. and then if I develop something more deep with someone, it has nothing to do with my work. Yeah, like, like you should give chance to yeah. chances to men who yeah. are like not willing to pay you. Like, in the first place, exactly. like, what? Like, and I'm also, like, I think I'm intelligent enough to make my own decision, but mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> and um, our second-to-last listener question here. How has PrEP changed the landscape for trans sex workers? Has it made it safer, or has it made it more dangerous in other ways? Example, people thinking that you don't need condoms anymore. I don't think that's true. Okay. I think people associate that... Uh, two things but two are two different things because um again it's very personal i feel like a lot of people will it's like either people will expect you to be on prep because you're a sex worker or people will shame you because you're not on prep because you're a sex like you can never win anyway but it's it's so personal like for me i take it because i choose to take it it's my decision but it doesn't mean that someone is more at risk because she doesn't take it. It's mm-hmm. all about your sexual practice, how how much you take care of your own sexual health. And it's very interesting to me because a lot of people ask me if I'm on prep. Like clients will ask me if I'm on prep because they feel so they feel more they would feel more safe and I if I I cannot speak. A lot of clients ask me if I am on prep because they would feel more safe if I was mm-hmm. for them. But then I'm like, you understand that prep is to protect me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. Like, do you mind explaining to the listeners if they are not familiar? Uh, just a uh, a quick idea of what prep is. Prep means for pre exposure prophylaxis. So basically, it's a treatment that would um, can be taken either every day or on demand mm-hmm. that prevent contracting HIV. So, for people who are more at risk, like trans women, gay men, or anyone actually, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. now. Everyone has sex with everyone. Yeah, <laughs> needle users. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not only sexual. It can be like, like mm-hmm. you said, needle user and um, can take that medicine. So then it prevent at 99.9% people to contract HIV. And you also have the post uh, 
exposition prophylaxis, which is what Lauren was referring earlier about. Uh, so when you, if you do contract HIV, people will take that medicine and then they become undetectable if the medicine is taken like properly, mm-hmm. meaning untransmittable. That's mm. so many words. Like, <laughs> you did very well there. <laughs> you did very well. So, but again, it's it's like when you decide to take vitamins for your hair. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's a little bit more serious, but it's still your decision to mm-hmm. do. It has it shouldn't affect and I feel like there's a lot of providers that do use that as like a a cell, like a brand a branding. Yeah. Like I'm on prep, but it's like, girl, just keep that for yourself. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just do everything you need to do for your own sexual health. And I'm assuming that clients will do the same for their own sexual health and stop blaming providers for their bad behavior towards their sexual health. And Mm -hmm. then we can all take our prep in peace. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. The last listener question here. Do you see yourself retiring from the sex industry in the next five to ten years? I don't think so. I quit my job as a dental hygienist to go back in that industry because I feel very comfortable in that industry I feel like I vibe more with the people that are in that industry regardless of what they're doing I also think that sex work it's it's a very interesting um, field of work because there's no limit Mm -hmm. you can either do do online stuff in person stripping uh, massage parlor now I do a lot of editing for other girls on OnlyFans so it's like there's so many way of like working in sex work that people don't really think about and also I've some I'm I talk with my mom about my job all the time my mom is very open with what I do and everything and she was like do you think like one day you'll get too old for doing this job and I'm like maybe I'll get older yes like everyone but there's a niche for everyone mm-hmm. like there's literally like a niche for everyone it doesn't matter what age nationality like your body type you can always make money out of sex work so I don't think so as long as it's still providing me the joy that it's providing me right now then I'll keep doing it yeah (laughs) I love that okay and before we finally let you go we have three (laughs) rapid fire questions we ask all of our guests oh my god now I'm nervous (laughs) (laughs) Lauren you're welcome to jump in too since you've had to (laughs) (laughs) you've been cut off you're not allowed anymore (laughs) (laughs) so the first rapid fire question what is one thing on your sexual bucket list that you haven't done yet but want to try sex in a plane mile high club tying up a man and edging him Ooh. Fine. Uh, so, uh, what? I did that yesterday. <laughs> that Just thing. a day-to-day yeah. thing. Okay, for some of us, that's spicy. <laughs> what is uh, one thing you've tried sexually that you wouldn't do again? Golden uh, brown shower. Oh. <laughs> it was not with her. <laughs> Lauren's um, like, aw, you didn't like that? <laughs> um... So far, nothing, I'm going to say, because I've been pretty cautious through my life mm-hmm. about what I'll approach sexually. So, 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 so far, so far, nothing. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that everything is on the table. Yeah. Yeah. It's somewhere on yeah. the table. Yeah. Maybe at the back. <laughs> wide open. Yeah. Right on the table. And our last question here. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? I really have to answer that. 
Lauren can answer for you. <laughs> um, protect trans women and be better. Oh my god, that's too much pressure. Yeah, just do better. That's too much pressure because I feel like I would forget someone and they would get mad at me and I don't want that. So just do better, people. Come on. Oh, yeah, I guess. We got this. I guess maybe actually it would be better to say protect black trans women. Yeah. Because once they're protected, then that tends to have like an outward ripple effect yeah. for the whole community and then... Protect black trans women. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. Okay. Done. Awesome. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining Thank us. You. Emma and Lauren. Emma, where can people find you? On Instagram uh, and on Twitter and on OnlyFans. And my Instagram is, uh, I don't even remember, assistant. <laughs> Emma.bardo. E-M-A dot B-A-R-D-O-T. Yeah. My Twitter, though, is T.S. Emma Bardo in one. And my OnlyFans is also T.S. Emma Bardo. Wonderful. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at 50plusatippod or email us at 50plusatip at gmail.com. Slide into any questions, comments, DMs. We love getting them. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good shit. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful week. And happy whoring. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>